This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, you do such a great job with all this. Just <laughs> juggling all the uh, all the amazing pieces of this podcast. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, I'm, you know, I'm doing great. Uh, I, I Just absolutely fantastic. Yeah, things are things are awesome. Well, good, man. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, of course, you know, things have been busy here. It's been, <laughs> it's been really small. I'm smiling. I'm laughing kind of while I'm answering your question today. I'm laughing because, while I'm crying. Yeah, because <laughs> because today around ye old pipe shop was, uh, it was, it was kind of a dumpster fire, to be honest with you we're just sitting here uh laughing through the tears earlier about it today you know i just get all these boxes in and uh and and you know got you know new products uh mounted all over the shop and and then uh you know just people keep uh calling and coming in and had some real interesting this is just a kind of confessions of a retailer going on right here so open it yeah i mean if if you're if you're listening if you're watching live you're uh, you're just going to get a window into my uh, my little frustrated heart here tonight. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just uh, one of those days where you know everyone that came in they needed a uh, needed uh, just very special attention about something specific, um, and and I think I, I think there might have been like a a, a, a escape. Uh, a group of escapees from like the Looney Bin, or which, something. which isn't that far down <laughs> the road. Which is like just somewhere. right down yeah, there, yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, you know, I, I just got all the uh, all all the quirky things that could have walked in walked in at one point today. <laughs> after about five huge boxes of inventory came in, and uh, I, I I got to pay excise tax and all this other stuff, and I, I just I I, I just kind of I needed a a, a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, we, we should have cracked open some beer. We, we should have. I got my Diet Coke tonight. That's about all I, all I get. Well, so, with the kind of beer um, you drink, it's about the same. Well, you know, that's right. That's right. Man, that's right. But it, yeah, everything's fine. We've got we've got a lot going on tonight here at the top of the show. I think. Uh, but first, let let's let's start off by um, uh, thanking you, thanking all of you who are tuning in, but especially those of you uh, who are, are members of our uh, Country Squire Radio Pipe Club. Ow! This last past so great. week, we got some new founding members. Uh, who I'm really, really excited to uh, give shout outs to. Now, before I jump into this list of names, as the rest of you know, it's almost a tradition at this point for me to absolutely <laughs> butcher your names. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to hear who Bo's going to offend this week by butchering their their name. All right, all right. Here we go. <laughs> These are people that have joined our pipeline. I know, and you guys are awesome. Uh, it's great. You have full license to completely rail us completely. on. Completely. Yeah, and we want to get it right, so let us know how to say it. We need you to send in your phonetic, uh, you know, stuff i say consider it a badge of honor if i butcher it but but sure <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's let's do this so we got our, our brand new uh squire uh, founding members at the squire level we've got uh philippe cardines 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 all right see right off the bat i got you brother leading with you philippe jason uh jason naff maxwell mullins jonathan walston and matthew butler uh guys thank y'all so much for joining at the squire level we also have some new founding uh pilgrims as new well pilgrims too yeah. yeah jordan scove uh, scoville Mark Futato, who, of course, I, I think I'm butchering that because I think I've practiced butchering that over the years. And so, Mark. Yeah, we've, we've been we've become pros at this. I love degree. you, brother. Sorry about that. <laughs> Charles Hibbs. And, of course, uh, the most complicated of all names to read off tonight, uh, Ryan Smith. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for, <laughs> for Ryan's parents. For, for Ryan's parents. Naming him such uh, <laughs> such clean, simple Small syllables, yeah. So, so easy, easy <laughs> for uh, for us uh, silly Southerners that uh, you know have trouble, you know, hey, man. putting our shoes on. God made me love pipes, wait, and he wait, also we have made shoes? me dyslexic. This, is just, it <laughs> this is just how it is. That's true. That's uh, true. But guys, thank y'all so much, and welcome to the Pipe Club. Uh, you know, uh, many of, of the names that I've already mentioned have already gotten your uh, your your pipe cards, your membership cards. Uh, those of you who uh, who actually just joined today, uh, those will be coming out this coming week. So be looking for those in your email box, and then of course, uh, as we have been doing every week this month. Uh, we have been doing a, a a random drawing, a random giveaway. That's right. Uh, and and John David, as I as I do the the number calculation magic, <laughs> that is plugging in. Give me yeah, a random on number on right. Google. Why don't you tell folks uh, what what we're giving away today? Well, yeah, this is so cool. You know, like uh, Bo mentioned, uh, you know, we we debuted the the Country Squire International Pipe Club this month, and uh, you know, we've we've been overwhelmed with the support from you guys, and we wanted to really say something. Uh, you know, to put our and make our uh, the importance of this very 
uh, clear uh, up front. We wanted to give away a bunch of nice stuff just kind of as we gave uh, started this off. So um, anyway, we, we've had a couple real great winners. We gave away a $130 Karibi uh, lighter. Uh, gave away a Burden Bear pipe pouch and a uh, and a and a, a Jetline pipe lighter uh, tonight. Uh, really great. We've got a that this is awesome. It's a Burden Bear uh, leather pipe loop. It's a one of these pipe stands that you can just kind of sit on your desk or uh, you know love by your pipe loop. by your uh, by your chair on the porch or something. Yeah. I've I've got one of these. This is made by Danny Vasquez in Iowa, um, and it sits uh, right on my on my porch next to my reading chair, and so it's just always there. And anytime. I need to just set my pipe down. It's, it's just, just right. It's, it's so just versatile, perfect. easy to travel. Well, with. and it, it wears really beautifully, like you would expect a, a fine piece of leather to yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, real pretty. That comes from Danny. And then also, this is uh, this is just such a great addition and, and and such a neat gift for whoever wins. Uh, this, believe it or not, is a Savinelli unfinished pipe that was finished by our own two combs from Rock's Pipe. That's right. And yeah. so what what he did is two uh two took uh you know, we get these uh you know unfinished Savinelli's up here. They're just Savinelli's with virgin, you know, briar, no no stain or any kind of finish on them at all. And uh two was kind of rummaging through them one day and he found this one with just really exquisite ring grain. Uh two two's the kind of guy, you know, he'd take a he'd take a smooth pipe uh, that had just an exquisite smoothness, mm. no flaws at all. But if it's got any kind of ring grain on it, he's gonna blast that sucker. <laughs> and so, yeah. and and uh, but anyway, two found this pipe. It had great ring grain. He he blasted it and stained it. And so now this is a uh, finished, unfinished Savinelli uh, by our own uh, friend Two Combs from from Rock's Pipe. So um, whoever wins tonight will win uh, win this, and uh, it's very exciting. All right, now the winner tonight. I did the drawing while uh, while you were describing. It. Okay, and. You, you, I, it's appropriate because this is one of those people who, who tweeted me after after uh, the show and said, yep, you butchered my name, but you said it right once. I just can't remember which time was the right time. <laughs> but hey, hopefully you'll forgive me because you're about to get a, a, a new pipe yeah, and a pipe, pipe stand. That's right. Rick Clone. Oh, great. Yeah. Man, that's great. Congrats, Rick. Congratulations. That's awesome, man. Yeah, Rick, longtime friend of the show. And uh, maybe we're glad to... Glad to have you in the club, and um, man, I hope you enjoy your new uh, your new pipe and pipe stand. You know, it's it's really interesting, and, and some of y'all may have, have noticed this with your your membership cards. But in the in the bottom left corner, there's a little number, and it, it's a it's a letter and a number that goes with it, and it kind of lets you know uh, what uh, what level you're at. S for Squire, uh, uh, P for Pilgrim, and then the number is actually what order you joined the pipe club in. And so, you know, even if like if if a Squire, like if the first one was a Squire, they'd be one. If the second was a Pilgrim, they'd be two. If the next one was a Squire, they'd be three. That sort of thing. And so uh, it's just, it's kind of fun to, uh, I, I don't know. I, I kind of find that kind of interesting. And, I think that's neat. Uh, and so anyway, so if, if you haven't check check your card and you can kind of actually see that information. But. See where you fall in the, uh, in the, in the lineup. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Um, it, it's cool. You know, I, it, everyone that joins this month, obviously, and we're, we're going to get off this topic shortly here, but uh, we are just so excited about it. So we, you know, tend to have, uh, we, <laughs> we get long in the mouth about this, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we've got uh, the, everyone that'll join this month, of course, is a founding uh, member and it's one of those things where we're just um, excited to have have you on board and I got really distracted just now because someone's trying to get in the shop but we're closed so anyway <laughs> but one way or the that's other. all I got yeah <laughs> <laughs> one way or the other big thanks guys that's awesome and uh, and you know we've got one more week in the month I'm really excited which means that. we got one more giveaway yep stay tuned to the end of the show because it's a big one yeah so this is the granddaddy uh yeah so at the end of the show we'll announce what our giveaway is for next week and it'll be our last giveaway um, I think I was what I was trying to say earlier is just it's cool to see like if you join this month you'll be a, a founding pipe That's member right. That's uh, right. you know member of the pipe club and so uh, we were just really excited about this we wanted to kind of start out with a bang and give away a bunch of really cool stuff and um and, and if you've won uh, uh, in the previous weeks, I, we have not shipped the orders yet, and we'll do them all at the same time. So, uh, but um, it, that's coming up soon. We're just really, uh, really excited about that. So. Good stuff. And yeah, once man. again, big, big ups to the Pipe Club. Yeah. Now, uh, before we jump into the topic tonight, there has been some some news actually in the the pipe world and the pipe industry. Uh, Pseudo breaking news, right? This came out today. Uh, well, it came out over the weekend, okay. I think. Gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, but w- this is amazing, and I, I'm not exactly sure where this is going. Uh, and and of course we will see more details come out in the days ahead. But um, Dunhill. Uh, of course, who makes the most iconic pipe uh, probably in the world and also has some incredible pipe tobacco. But uh, for those that don't smoke cigars, you, you might not be familiar that they also have a robust cigar business as well. And so uh, Dunhill has just, uh, you know, been one of those uh, 
Cadillac names in the in the you know tobacco world for you know almost well over a century now, um, and Dunhill is saying that it is no longer going to make uh, cigars and pipes. <gasps> uh, that they are exiting the cigar and pipe business. So uh, yeah, I got a I got a, a, a notice in the mail, and this is fascinating. It that there's some wording in here that kind of gives me uh, maybe some hope that they're going to try to continue making these for a while and. In, in, in the hopes that someone will buy these brands out or something. I'm not exactly sure. but um, and, and again, I'm not positive about the fate of their uh, pipe division. Like, are they, gonna, are they just not going to make pipes anymore at all? Uh, the, the way you read this, it would, it would make you believe that. But um, anyway, I'll just read quickly. One of the most storied names in the world of cigars and pipes is going away. Hmm. Tobacco giant British American Tobacco is planning to no longer offer Dunhill cigars and pipe tobaccos. And so, you know, it just kind of goes on and on about that. Uh, it says, this process will take approx- approximately 12 to 18 months to complete. It will be business as usual. Therefore, there will be no change in the way which we manufacture, market, or sell the Dunhill items in our portfolio in the near future. Uh, we are currently in talks with British American Tobacco to discuss the future of the brand. And so, um, now that actually comes, that quote comes from um, the president of General Cigar Company. General Cigar uh, if you smoke, uh, Amer- if you're in America and smoke brands like Cohiba, uh, uh, CAO, uh, Partagas, what else do they have? La Gloria Cubana. Uh, General Cigar actually produces these cigars in the American market uh, under those names. They also do the Pro- Dun- distributes or produces uh, produces actually. Oh, wow. Okay, and and they also do the same with uh, with Dunhill uh, cigars. And so they uh, kind of have the you know the, they're probably the leading. Uh, spokesperson for this just because the cigar market, um, you know, for whatever reason, is so much larger right now than the pipe market. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, this will be forthcoming. We'll see, uh, you know, kind of how this, uh, you know, unfolds. And uh, yeah, it's just really, really something. It says earlier this week, British American Tobacco announced that it will merge with Reynolds American, creating the largest publicly traded tobacco company in the world. So uh, Reynolds American, uh, you know, big cigarette manufacturer, um, it's so many mixed feelings about all this. It's going to be interesting to see uh, kind of where this goes. So um, you know, cross your fingers, uh, throw throw up a few, <laughs> throw up a few, um, a few our fathers. You know, maybe <laughs> maybe we'll see uh, the future of Dunhill. Uh, you know, stay in the stay in the pipe community. But this is a big, uh, it's a big deal if That's... Dunhill actually shuts down. No, yeah. no. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but but Dunhill. I mean, they've been around for some time, but but haven't they pulled a Michael Jordan from time to time? Like they kind of went away and then they were back and they went away and then yeah. Back. So they were out of the American market for for quite a while, okay. and then they were recently reintroduced. We we're actually talking about it before the show, um, not too many years ago, and they've started as they have gotten back into the American market. Um, you know, bringing in some old favorites. We just got uh, Yield Sign back in. Of course, they uh, had the uh, BB, what is it, 1938. And we've got the, um, you know, some fun stuff like the uh, Dunhill Dark Flake and the, uh, you know, just different ones that they've come out with. But didn't we um, actually report on them coming back into the States? Like, wait. Was this during the course of the show? Yeah, does dur- sound kind of familiar. Earlier, earlier in uh, the history of Country Squire Radio, and yeah. of course, we'll probably have some you know folks that will listen and go back. You know, it, we've opened up some of the. Um, oh yeah, we got some comments on that. Uh, opened up some show, of the yeah. yeah, opened up some of the um, you know archi- archived episodes for folks who joined the club. But you know, I think we talked about it uh, briefly earlier as they kind of reentered the market. It was still after that point, but yeah, so this is, uh, this is fascinating. Uh, and in the way this sounds, it's not just a, um, not just a, uh, American thing, but a worldwide thing. And so I, I'm just real eager to find out kind of where this is going. Um, I believe, uh, I'd love for someone to correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, Mac Barron, uh, of Denmark is actually who tends the tobaccos for Dunhill, uh, currently, so we'll see. You know, if someone gets a hold of these recipes and tries to keep the brand names or or how that goes, I'm I'm real interested to see what happens to the the pipes. You know, the everything I've seen has been cigar and tobacco centric. You know, what what's going to happen to these pipes? These you know you know five six seven hundred dollar pipes that are the uh you know and, and on up from there that are Man. the storied kind of 
um, you know, everyone's like, well, you know, it's if it's if it's a Dunhill, you know, it's good. That's kind of the uh, premium uh, Rolls Royce of the of the pipe world, as it were. So, um, yeah, we're gonna see where this goes. But it's really really fascinating. That's crazy, man. Well, yeah. you you heard uh, you heard the tobacconist. Go ahead and stock up on all things Dunhill, <laughs> seller it, and then it's gonna be worth a fortune in a couple of years. It might be. It really might be. Yeah, yeah. It, it is interesting. Well, Bo and I uh, before the show we're we're discussing this a little bit and we're talking about. Uh, maybe doing another feature on Dunhill before mm-hmm. we've talked about Dunhill in the past. We've talked about the brand and the history and, of course, Alfred Dunhill and what he meant in the in the premium pipe world. And, uh, of course, just such a legacy his, his family has left in the pipe world. But, you know, so we may revisit this in the next few weeks and kind of explore uh, maybe their past and, and, you know, God willing, their future and all that kind of stuff. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. But, That's right. yeah, big, big news uh, from British, British American Tobacco, uh, Dunhill is uh, exiting the business. Oh, there you go, man. There you go. It is, uh, it, it's It's. the last Dunhill. One day there will be the last Dunhill. But did you know there's the last Jedi? Are you trying to make a joke? No, oh. I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make sure you're aware of this because I know you've oh, no, a busy there is, day. Oh, no, there is a last Jedi. Like yeah. the, the Star Wars has no, they, a new name. It's got a new name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, all right, all right, I just want to sneak no, that I, Yeah, I saw that. I, I think as I was getting ready for the podcast this evening, I was kind of going through Twitter, and uh, yeah, I saw that. They came out with the with the tagline or, you know, the name of the new new movie. It's the last Jedi. So, what do you think about it? I just, just real quick, I, before we, we well, dive I mean, into the. If it's the last Jedi, that means we can't have any more. So that kind of makes necessarily. me. That kind of makes me be, sad. It could be the last Jedi today, but then that one goes away, and then you get another one. I, you know, technically, they referred to Luke in the crawler of Force Awakens as the last Jedi. Okay. So theoretically, okay. it's talking about Luke, and I, you know, I think we're going to see a creation of a new Jedi, but one way or the other, yeah. That's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's not, but you know, we go there from time we to time. We go there from time to time. We have a lot of fans that are, are into that as well. So. That's right. We got uh, a lot of listeners. Star yeah, Wars has we'll, a lot of fans. There's a lot of fans. Of the as well. maybe, of maybe when we, uh, you know, do our barbecue and tobacco pairing, we can uh, do a um, The <gasps> Last Jedi and tobacco pairing or something like that. I'm trying to think can of we things that are just. Can do that? Are you kidding me? I'm trying to think you of things that ri- are ridiculously no. not, not you know, uh, uh, connected at all. And let's do tobacco with every single Star Wars, like the prequel. It's going to be like cherry tobaccos all the way through. I think and then, we should do a, a tobacco pairing with like Android devices and, and Apple devices. We could do one with like American sedans, like, you know, the Toyota Camry all right, all or what. Right. <laughs> Look, some of the listeners out there are hearing the Star Wars thing and they thought that was a good idea. I know they're going to be on my side for that one. No, you're probably right. We got a tobacco talk for you guys tonight. <laughs> tobacco talks are really fun episodes if you've never heard one before. Uh, they are episodes in which we, uh, specifically John David, reviews uh, various tobaccos. Now, generally speaking, not always, but generally speaking, uh, there's one tin and one kind of custom blend here from the Country Squire. Uh, tonight, that is the case. Tonight, we are case. going more yeah. traditional in that way. That's right. Uh, John David, what do you got, uh, what do you got on, uh, on deck here for yeah, us Yeah, I'm excited about this tonight. Of course, we talked about it, uh, announced it a little bit before the show. And um, and got a couple of interesting interesting tobaccos to talk about this evening. Um, it, the first one I'm gonna muddle through because I have talk about the mixed feelings that come with the, just anything in the pipe world. Um, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this particular company uh, and this particular tobacco. And this is Sam Gay with Full Virginia Flake. All right. And and if you if you knew me and most of you do at least you know my pipe preferences. You would think this is a tobacco that would be right up my alley. Um, it just it it's a it's a full bodied Virginia, lots of mellow, rich flavors. They're dark dark colored leaves. You've got uh, you know pressed into a flake form, uh, aged. You know this is a, just a from a storied brand. It's a brand that just has been around literally for forever. You know, I mean they, they still make this tobacco on machines that are two hundred years old. You know, uh, You're kidding just, me? No, it's serious. Uh, Sam Gaywood's been around since seventeen ninety two. Man, um, and and so you know you just uh, it, it's it's just such a such a legacy, such a brand, um, and, and and yet I. I struggle to make a connection with this tobacco, and someone, you know, is like, "Why don't you need to you need to talk about the Gay with Blends more often?" And so I'm I'm bringing the Gay with Blends out. I'm bringing uh, probably their their best known, at least in our universe, out um, tonight. Uh, and I'm going to talk about it. I'm I'm also going to talk about some of my uh, reservations with it, which is just just I don't know. This will be kind of fun. I'm looking forward to hearing uh, the feedback that we'll get from from you guys, but. Now, um, yeah. So, full Virginia. I mean, right off the bat, guessing there's a lot of Virginia. That it's it's completely 100% Virginia, all the so, way through. All the way through. What they've done is they've just taken a variety of leaves, particularly uh, from the uh, kind of 
uh, more mellow side of the Virginia spectrum, the the darker leaves, the more mellow, robust uh, flavors. This is not a real citrusy tobacco. Um, you know, when you smoke something like a, a Orlick or a, a, even a Dunhill Flake or um, you know, one of my favorites, Vowin 14, those are going to be much lighter, lighter leaves that lead you in more of that kind of citrus, uh, fresh meadow, grassy area. This is going to be uh, a good bit more mellow. Uh, it, it's, it's probably for me, uh, you know, closer to what you might think of like a, like a Navy flake yeah. or something that's just a little more full bodied. Uh, one of my favorite tobaccos y'all have heard me talk about before is, uh, Mac Baron HH Pure Virginia. Um, and I would think this would be kind of closer to that, to that realm. But, um, so anyway, you've got a hundred percent Virginia, uh, leaf here. This is pressed. Of course, uh, like I mentioned, Sam Gay with a really old company and they still literally make this stuff on machines that are almost as old as our country. <laughs> it's, crazy. it's just amazing. So, uh, still produced in uh, the Lakeland region of England, which is uh, Northwest England. And these are, uh, again, full flavored Virginias. But, you know, I, this is a tobacco that it, it's kind of like I said, I, I have this, um, this desire to really like this tobacco, and I never have gotten on board with it. Sam Gay with blends in general, I've tried so many Sam Gay with blends that. All of our, you know, so many of our, um, you know, listeners and folks in the pipe community are just, just crazy about. And for some reason, I have never been able to find one that I just, that I just crave. Yeah. Um, one thing about Sam Gay with tins, when you open the tin, um, and, and this one is not that way, and I'll explain why shortly. <laughs> but when you open the tin, uh, the, the tobacco is extremely wet. They, they are um, very well known for producing a tobacco that when it's, um, you know, opened up by the consumer, it's going to be a very, very wet, 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 wet tobacco. It's and not so, like heavy cased or anything. Um, no, it's not a casing. It's just, uh, you know, something, some type of, uh, you know, whether it be the preservatives they put in it, like, you know, some type of vinegar or something like that, whatever they... <laughs> There's a note of vinegar when you open well, it up. They, there certainly is. Yeah. But when, whenever they put put it in here they are putting it in here uh fully leaded as it were so um there's just a ton of moisture in the tin uh they've not done any you know hardly any it seems like kind of drying uh you know before they're they're producing this and packaging it and so um you've got a tobacco that is extremely uh wet and therefore it it, it honestly it's hard to smoke this is a tobacco that's hard to smoke and i think for most virginia smokers are going to agree uh, and, and most folks that do that do smoke the gay with tobaccos are going to agree. Uh, it needs some age. It needs some age, huh, okay. and it needs some drying time. So uh, now it's funny. You, you actually opened this, and probably the last thing you thought, Bo, was wet. Well, you're down to the last because I've right got there. I've got this into like a like brick form. You can hear it drop. Like a, you know, this is um I, I've I've had this sitting around for for quite a while because I've determined the only way I can smoke this tobacco is if I almost just. Uh, let it sit out and and just crisp. <laughs> it's got to be like that crisp bacon. It's just got to be crisp, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, it just <laughs> really does. So, uh, you know, th- this tobacco is actually pretty old, and uh, it's it's just real brittle and flaky and very very dry. I, you know, with gay with tobaccos, it almost seems like I have to start from that standpoint. And, and then if I need to add moisture in, I'll just breathe on it or, you know, maybe sprinkle some water or something. But I, I can't go from the other. I almost have to get it to this point in order for me to dry it out, you know, or in order for me to enjoy it at, at all. When you, wait, you just, you said something that kind of blew my mind there. Breathe uh, on it. Is that a, is that a you thing or is that a thing? thing? No, we've talked about this before. So like, you Have know, we? It, yeah, as I'm loading my pipe a lot of times, um, if I've got tobacco that is, that is super dry, um, as I'm loading the bowl, I'll just tend to put my mouth kind of over the bowl and just breathe into the bowl, into the pipe bowl. And so what you're doing, I mean, okay. it's just, it, it's real simple. All you're doing is adding the moisture of your breath <sighs> into the, um, into the bowl. Sure, sure. All right. Into the tobacco. And so in, that, in my head, I thought you like, you know how, all right, all right. I, no, I have magical powers. And so when I breathe over something, it, it. <laughs> Then it uh, it comes to life, and we're gonna leave that. No, I mean, is, isn't there like we're a, gonna leave uh, that analogy right there? Oh my gosh. No, but isn't there? Uh, is it? Isn't there? Um, like it's, that's a that, that's a tradition. I want to say in the Catholic Church, right? As part of kind of uh, communion or, or the Eucharist, is the breathing on the on the bread. I it, the, I have no idea. You don't know what I'm talking about. As a good Anglican, we we uh, 
leave a lot of details at the door. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. But I, I think th- there is something that, um, you know, I, I have to get this tobacco almost super dry. And mm. then if I'm if it's so dry that it's just unsmokable at all, I would rather uh, kind of add my own moisture, you know, either from kind of breathing over the bowl or or even applying a little water on the back end rather than um, trying to fight with it on the front end. Fair enough. Um, because it just does, it, it is a very... Uh, it's a very wet tobacco when you when you start out, and a lot of folks, if they do smoke it right out of the tin, um, you know, right after it's been purchased or manufactured, uh, what they do is they will actually take the take the leaf, uh, the the nice uh, you know flake. It's a beautiful tobacco. Oh, every yeah. every Sam Go with product that they make is gorgeous, and it's just a thick cut, uh, beautiful flake. It's just got um, you know a nice glisten to it, and you know typically. Uh, most folks, you know, that are savvy pipe smokers are going to take this flake and just tear it apart, sit it on the tabletop, and let it dry, gosh, if not for an hour, sometimes overnight before oh, wow. they smoke it. Oh, yeah. wow. So, uh, it's just, it's got that much moisture in it. So, um, you have to plan know, ahead with this one. You, you do. You, you, you typically do. At least at least in my case and a lot of the folks I know that have enjoyed this tobacco over the years. So, anyway, uh, you know, this, this tobacco, it's got uh, more mellow notes. you you will get some of that kind of grassy hay-like flavor, but there's also some uh, some of those darker notes that I think are interesting. Uh, y'all have heard me, uh, you know, kind of talk about tobaccos in the past, Virginias, that remind me of a Chardonnay, kind of a buttery, oaky flavor. Um, and, and I think this is definitely, you know, solidly in that kind of category. You've got that, um, those buttery, uh, oaky flavors that, that come out. There's some chocolate flavors that are in there. And, and, of course, you've got, you know, the signature things with Virginia's that, you know, kind of lead towards ketchup and things like that. So, right, right. Um, but uh, but it, it, it is a good tobacco. It's, a, it's certainly a very well-known tobacco. It's a tobacco that is extremely popular in the in the market and has literally just been around forever. And so um, it, it's 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 good. It's not one of my favorites. Uh, even in this form, even in the dried form, uh, you know, it's one of those that I, I haven't been able to connect with. You know, a lot of times with tobaccos that uh, that I find kind of just don't connect with them, there will be one little flavor in there that peeks out every few puffs that that I can kind of cling to, that I can right. kind of hang my hat on. You know what I mean? And I I have not been able to find that that flavor in this in this particular tobacco. Um, it's funny, uh, you know. Uh, for those who are longtime listeners of the show, uh, you'll remember that we have a, a good friend of the show and of the shop. Called, his name is uh, Hinchos. Uh, Hinchos Zhao, he actually just moved home to China. It's We're amazing. Miss him. And, and we really are. Shout it's out a, to you, Hinchos, if you're listening. If you're listening, Hinchos. Uh, Hinchos is from uh, the Canton province of China, just uh, kind of north of Hong Kong there. Um, and, and before he left back home for China, moved back for good, um, he, you know, decidedly stocked up on, uh, you know, Sam Gay with Full Virginia Flake. Uh, Hinchos and I have so much in common, uh, both personally, but also uh, in, in our pipe tobacco preferences. And he is a nut about this stuff. And he's tried to get me to love it for years and uh, has given me so much. He's been like, oh, this try this one. It's age one year. Oh, try this one. It's age five years. <laughs> and every time it's just like the same thing. It's like, meh. I mean, I'll smoke a free bowl of it, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, it's just one of those tobaccos that I've never connected with, but uh, I think Hintro's uh, legal or legally or le- illegally or illegally went into China with probably 16 pounds of this stuff. <laughs> so it's it's he, there. He loves full Virginia flag. One way or yeah. the other, it's there. <laughs> it's hard to get a read from the tin note here based on the way that you described it because everything is very subtle. Now, my guess is that's, that's right. because it's been dried out. Uh, or, or is that is I, it I think that's a you, I think that's a characteristic of full Virginia flake to begin with. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. So even yeah. even when you open up the wet, of course the uh, the design of, of the tin beautiful. You've got kind of a, a bright uh, bright yellow and light yellow kind of uh, clashing and uh, leading up in star formation around one of the most iconic, if not the most iconic. Uh, pipe smokers of all time, the outline of Sherlock Holmes. That's right. That's uh, right. With his traditional hunter, I think it's called a hunter cap. That's thing that he oh, wears. Oh, there's a name for that. There is. Yeah. That. What's the name of that? It's like cap moose hunter or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember. I but yeah, right. you're you're right. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, very very British. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I, you know, by, by comparison, I suppose if uh, if if Batman, which Batman did smoke a pipe for a very short time uh, in the comics, if if we did had he? this, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we talked about this? We need to talk about it, don't we? Here's the bowl next time. Okay. Uh, but yeah, full Virginia flake. Be beautiful. Sam Gay with their logo, uh, the company logo, 
is of I'm going to guess that is uh, Samuel himself right there. I would I would think so. It's, it's certainly you know either him or his grandmother. Kind of hard to see him. <laughs> <laughs> no offense for to, all the uh, gay with family that's still remaining in, no in the UK. To the gay yeah. with family. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's either him or his grandmother. No, but uh, beautiful beautiful ten. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of that. Isn't there, isn't there like a breakfast? blend that kind of has that similar kind of sunshiny type of design except it's blue you know what I'm uh, about? yeah we've got the uh or dunhill uh early morning pipe oh man yeah stock up on that early morning exactly pipe i know right <laughs> I know. it's a sad episode that's right that's right <laughs> all right full virginia flake but by the way some of the feedback and we'll get more into it at the end of the show yeah it looks like forward to there's that. a lot of yeah. folks that share your opinions well but um, the, I'm, I'm sure we've got folks that that love it too and uh and we'll look forward to look forward to hearing from them as well deer yeah. stalker yep. deer stalker deer stalker Cap. Right. Yeah, our friend Hoctor the Love Doctor uh, was able to pull that out of his uh, his memory. But, I knew it was something like that. Yep. All right, so that's our ten. Yep. Uh, what we got for the uh, what we got for the blend? Okay, so we may have talked about this many many years ago, uh, but I wanted to bring it back out because it is a very storied uh, country squire blend that uh, kind of uh, almost along the Dunhill lines we talked about earlier experienced kind of a uh, coming back and a renaissance. And of course, I'm talking about Pirates Alley. Oh, there it is. Okay, I'm, yeah, sitting, I'm sitting yeah. here looking behind, like where on you're, earth is you're this trying. Thing? You're trying to grab it. Uh, Pirates Alley. This is a uh, a full bodied Virginia, and it's got Perique in it. It's um, of course. And so uh, it it is one of those tobaccos that uh, has just been with us for a very long time. Uh, Pirates Alley. We discontinued for a season. Um, it the the recipe I think had gotten a little stale, and maybe some of the uh, blending ingredients had changed. Uh, iterations over the years just mm-hmm. with different stuff so I, I wanted to uh, retire it give some thought into kind of uh, you know what we should do to um, you know really come after like the spirit of what this tobacco originally was and um, and and so bring it back and a couple of years ago that's what we did so um, we actually uh, took the time to, to work on Pirates Alley and um, and and came back out with this beautiful uh, Virginia Perique that we're very proud of uh, here at the Country Squire. So uh, Pirates Alley, of course, Bo, uh, being the New Orleans uh, uh, lover that he is, uh, if you are familiar with that part of the world, you'll know that Pirates Alley, there's actually a, a little street uh, right next to the cathedral, I believe, um, that is uh, called Pirates Alley. That's right, yeah. And William Faulkner had a a, a residence there. That's I believe. right. And yeah. this was, of course, back in the uh, mid uh, to early 1900s. And um, Faulkner, uh, obviously Mississippi native, uh, you know, living in New Orleans. This is one of the you know America's greatest authors and one of the most famous pipe smokers. Of Every the city in the world that can century. even claim just a little bit of him. Just tries a li- to claim just him. tries tries to snag That's him. Right. Yeah. So uh, Faulkner, uh, just just an amazing uh, person in, in his own right, but uh, lived on Pirates Alley there for a while. There's a beautiful bookshop, I believe, where uh, his residence. It's either a bookstore or an antique store. I can't it's, remember. It's a bookshop. I think yeah. it's called the Faulkner Library or something of that nature. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. No, it's it's definitely books right there on Jackson Square. But um, but anyway, uh, so uh, you know, this is something we wanted to uh, kind of bring back. And uh, Pirates Alley, of course, a uh, full-bodied Virginia. Um, we use a variety of stuff in here. It kind of goes with the Virginia Flake, though, that we talked about, um, because these are more earthy tones. This is not a bright, uh, citrusy Virginia. It's it's not one that you know. If you're a fan of the uh, Orlick Golden Slices of the World. Uh, that you're going to, you know, turn to this and say, oh, that's similar. You know, this is going to be something pretty different. So uh, rich, full-bodied, uh, lots of red and uh, kind of medium-colored leaves in here. Uh, very mellow, but but strong. Um, and, and it's got a generous portion of Perique in it, which I think uh, is what really makes it. So Perique, uh, of course, as we talked about before, is a blender. It's, it's, it's wonderful and wonderfully frustrating as well <laughs> uh, because it's such a wet leaf. It's a, right. it's a leaf that uh, is very... Uh, in its uh, kind of unprocessed state is just very moist. And so uh, you have to be careful, at least as a small blender like me, where you're doing a lot of small batch stuff. Uh, when you mix Perique with different things, it's got to be paired with just the right leaves. Otherwise, it uh, is not going to let those sweet, uh, spicy flavors kind of bleed into the surrounding leaves. It can really uh, become overpowered with just the moisture. So, um, But uh, Perique is magic. I think when you hit the right... Uh, percentage of it, it just really, really lights a blend on fire. And so, um, anyway, the the pirate salad is going to be uh, pretty peppery, uh, but not like so peppery that you feel like you've just eaten black pepper. There's a few blends like that that uh, I, I love. This particular blend, it's a uh, Solani 
uh, Goldflake, I believe. What is that? Six thirty-three, six thirty-three. Uh, Solani. I, I can't remember, but the Solani Gold Flake with Perique uh, is one of my favorite Virginia Perique flakes out there. It's so so good. Uh, but it's got so much pepper in it. That Perique is just way over the top, and sometimes that's what I want. Um, this is not quite like that. I would say this is more of a, uh, you know, kind of medium Perique level here, as opposed to if you call that, you know, the Solani a stronger Perique. Um, but uh, just a real healthy dose of Perique. It's uh, rich, velvety flavors, and, and it's got just enough burly in this tobacco. We, we did sneak a little burly in here. If you've heard me talk about being a blender before, uh, burlies are really versatile and uh, have their home everywhere. Uh, if you find a blend that uh, doesn't have burley in it, you've you know virtually found a almost like a puro uh, unicorn blend that's <laughs> out there. It's just uh, burleys are lurking everywhere. We did use a little bit of burley in here for uh, a number of reasons. Burleys uh, can really benefit that perique with the moisture level, I think, really nicely. And also adds just a good bit of body to tobacco mm. and um, and just the right amount of uh, nicotine if you can do it at the at, at a good percentage. So um, anyway, but this uh, this is a tobacco we're very proud of, and Pirate's Alley uh, is back at the Country Squire, and we uh, we love it and sell the mess out of it. So I'm, I'm curious yep. a little bit about the history here, because like you said, you, yeah. you it went away, you brought it back. Does the original blend, the original recipe, does that predate you? It does. Yeah, okay. it does. It actually goes back till, um, gosh, probably the early 1980s here at the Squire. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, you know, as a small-time blender, um, you know, in a, in a retail shop like us, we're dependent a lot of times on the ingredients we can get our hands on exactly, from yeah. distributors and manufacturers. So, um, as you've heard me talk about before on the air, we uh, depend a lot on ingredients from folks like, uh, you know, Mac Barron, Cornell & Deal, Sutliff, uh, you know, Lane, uh, McClelland, uh, we use tons of McClelland in our shop, um, you know, pl- places like this. And so, you know, we use that, they're pure ingredients to make the, the blends that if you're watching live, you see on us behind the wall here, uh, these, these two bottom rows here, these are all blends that we use, uh, you know, other people's ingredients to make our own blends with. And so, uh, occasionally because, you know, this is all small batch stuff, these things kind of change. Right, right. Uh, and so we have to change with it. That's how, uh, Cherokee actually uh, has changed over the years because of that. Um, Cherokee, our best-selling blend in the shop, of course. Um, there was one Cherokee, uh, and then a Cherokee, uh, one of the Virginia components that was very uh, high percentage in Cherokee, uh, was discontinued, and so back in the late 70s, they had to go to Cherokee 1, 2, and 3, where right, they right, uh, yeah. came out with different iterations to try to match it, and so uh, Cherokee number 1 uh, uh, was pretty popular, Cherokee number 2 was super popular, Cherokee number 3, not so much, and so uh, Cherokee 2 eventually just became Cherokee, Cherokee. which yeah. is what you see on the wall that, here. So cool, uh, yeah. Cherokee number 1 eventually became Choctaw. Uh, and then uh, Cherokee number three was was discontinued. So um, anyway, so that that kind of stuff happens, you know, uh, in in our world. But um, but with Pirates Alley, I think we did a good job, kind of bringing back uh, the spirit of what it's supposed to be. And that's a a, a full bodied uh, Virginia Perique blend that it has enough pepper to make itself known, uh, but but won't uh, you know leave your head spinning. Yeah, so, with a name yeah. like Pir- with uh, with a name like Pirates Alley, it does uh, you know. Uh, evoke something for for probably the local community. If they see Pirates Alley, they're going right. to get the New Orleans connection, which That's means right. they're going to get the Perique connection. That's right. Uh, you know, it's, it, I, I'm almost kind of curious. You know, if, if you don't know the area all that well, if you see Pirate, do you think that it's supposed to be a rum blend or something of that nature? Yeah, you know? it, that's interesting. You say that uh, we we have had that connection before. Really? Yeah, and people come in and they get Pirates Alley and Treasure Island confused. That's exactly. We, right. we have yeah. another blend yeah. at the Squire called Treasure Island, which is delicious. Uh, Treasure Island is delicious, and it is very uh, a heavily cased rum flavor tobacco and so uh you've got these uh you know these two tobaccos that have names you might think are similar uh people come in and ask for pirates alley and then they uh come back a couple days later and are like that's not what i thought it was (laughs) it's because they were it's because they were looking for treasure (laughs) island right right Right. Uh, but anyway it's a great tobacco and uh and and both these tobaccos are um, of course, we you know we think you should try uh, Full Virginia Flake and Pirate Alley. That's right. Yep. That's right. Come by the Squire this week. If you're local, you can get a free sample, uh, or, or at least while they last. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Or not, yeah, we, or since we can't call them free samples anymore. Oh, you get no, a, no, I did uh, not say you, that. You get a, uh, uh, what, what do we, we <sighs> still haven't settled on the name. Uh, yeah, we, we need to get on that. Yeah. Um, I, I you get, there was a, a slap of tobacco. <laughs> you get, get a, get a quarter. No, you get that. Get a portion. If you give what 
Who's on the nickel? Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson. Well, you get a Jefferson. You get a Jefferson. Tobacco. Tobacco. Give me a, you give me a nickel. You get a, you get you get a You get your little Jefferson. Come come get a Jefferson. <laughs> that's that's what I meant. It's so sad. It is <laughs> tongue twisting. Man, old old habits die hard. But uh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know what doesn't die hard? Missouri Meerschaum. I don't know how that's a positive transition. <laughs> <laughs> no, but of course the uh, the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum. That's right. We got a, a wonderful pipe from Missouri Meerschaum, sponsor of this show that is sponsoring this show, which is the classic Tom Sawyer. Yeah, yeah, the Tom Sawyer pipe. Of course, a, a smaller pipe uh, with kind of a barrel shaped uh, cob bowl. Uh, it, it's one of those that is is a nice pocket pipe. It might be a little long for that, but uh, it's it's got a almost a Levat style stem. Uh, a shank junction there where you've got a, a the shank that is a little longer and the the stem is kind of short and, and stubby with a with a nice uh, a saddle bit there but uh, yeah the the Tom Sawyer course uh, man it's been around for a long time uh, it's paired with a huck fin actually they have of both course, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but the uh, the Tom Sawyer is uh, is popular in its own right and uh, comes in that nice kind of unfinished uh, bowl on the outside with that nice barrel. Uh, shape almost like a little petite whiskey barrel kind of thing it looks oh, yeah, like yeah. yeah so um it's a great pipe uh good for a for a shorter smoke but uh still long enough stem to to give you a little uh comfort on your on your tongue there as you're puffing well and it's nice to have a uh, kind of a, a pipe with a smaller bowl that's a good kind of sampling pipe that's right uh, sponsoring a show like uh, like this one because you know when you're when you're trying out different tobaccos when you're trying out you know whether whether they be you know Pirate Alley or Treasure Island, two of the most different tasting tobaccos. <laughs> That's right. You know, a corn cob pipe is a great way to to trial out and test out new tobaccos because you get a good clean smoke. Missouri Meerschaum, place to do it. Uh, be sure to check out the Tom Sawyer. And hey, if you've got a Tom Sawyer or a Huck Finn, uh, take a picture of yourself smoking it this week. Tweet those into us. We'll retweet those out. We really appreciate you guys for supporting Missouri Meerschaum as they support this show. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pipe, pipe question, question of, of the week. week. All right. Pipe question of the week this week comes in from Michael Brett Tro- Trollopi. 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 <laughs> MBT Michael, writes in. Michael Brent will never listen to this show again. Oh, man. <laughs> it might be Trollope. Uh, MBT writes in. He says, uh, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm all the way in South Africa, home of the Calabash. I love, love listening to your show, and I discovered it last week on YouTube and have been binge-watching it ever since. It's so great to feel part of your community, though I live so far away. That's really awesome, man. I have a newbie pipe question. I keep trying to build up a cake on the briar pipe, but I don't like the stale smoke smell, and I can taste it in my tobacco. Hmm. So I end up giving the bowl a very light dusting with my pipe cleaner, but now I'm not building any cake. Am I doing something wrong? And how long does it take uh, to form a cake normally? That's from uh, Michael all the way in uh, South Africa. Yeah, uh, Michael, I, I, this is a, this is a good question. You're not doing anything wrong. Uh, keep keep if if I could say this, I I think I'm pointing you in the right direction. Keep uh, how, how did you put it? Dusting your pipe cleaner lightly. I liked that. Yeah. Uh, in in the bowl of the pipe, I, I do think you, you do want to. Uh, rid your bowl of large particles of leftover tobacco and ash. You, you do want to do that because, uh, you know, it, it is going to leave a sour flavor in your pipe, and eventually you're going to build uneven cake, which is something you don't want. So um, I'll be honest, every single time I smoke a pipe, I take a pipe cleaner, turn it into U, uh, and then it kind of swab out the inside of the bowl there. Um, and, and I think even though you don't think you're building cake, you're, you're building more than you think you are, mm. I think. And, mm-hmm. and just those little uh, bits of, of grit that hang onto the side of the bowl, even after you run your cleaner through there, are going to give the tobacco that you smoke um, just enough of something to grab onto while you're smoking it. So uh, the cake is kind of a, um, 
oh gosh, I'm I'm not a mathematician, but it's an exponential thing. It's one of those things that uh, you know you kind of you start uh, small and slow, but as it gets bigger and bigger, it kind of tends to grow faster because those smoke particles and ashes have more to cling to. You know, uh, so I think you'll notice the that you'll build cake more rapidly as time goes on. And I, I would encourage you to just kind of stick with it. So, um, you know, it, different pipes can be different ways. If that pipe was not pre-carbonated when you, uh, when you bought it, then you, you probably are going to have a little harder time building some of that cake. It also depends on what tobacco you're smoking. If it's a, a syrupy, aromatic tobacco, the cake will probably come pretty quickly. Uh, Virginia blends, you know, they might uh, grow very slowly. Uh, English blends that feature that oily Latakia, sometimes they can be a little in between. But um, just stick with it. I think if you're, you know, patient with your pipe and, and uh, build it slowly, uh, I think you're doing the right thing probably by cleaning it out. Uh, each time afterwards, and the the pipe is probably building more cake than you think it is. So let me let me throw this in here because I'm I'm kind of curious. Yeah. Do you you know we we talk a lot about building cake with briar pipes, but do you also want to build cake with say a mortar pipe? Uh, no. That's the beauty of mortar yeah. and Meerschaum both is that um, there's no interest at all in building a cake in, in either of those pipes. Right. Uh, sometimes people do, and you'll see that. But the the beauty of briar or I'm sorry of mortar and Meerschaum is that they don't require the cake, and so. Uh, you know they they don't uh, they don't season either. It's uh, those pipes don't ghost. You know if you maintain them properly, they're not going to ghost. And so you can pop a a, a really uh, you know heavy aromatic into a mortar pipe or a meerschaum pipe, and then turn around and uh, and pop your favorite English blend into it that you know tastes like uh, scotch. So yeah. uh, and, and those flavors won't won't ghost over. I, so I might just throw it out. I mean you know yeah you know with with your briar pipe keep keep at it. But uh, but if you don't like kind of the cakeness or, or even that that process, maybe a mortar pipe might be a yeah it might, might be, be something to look into yeah, yeah. or or a meerschaum pipe. So it's kind of cool you said home of the calabash and uh, calabashes <laughs> right. of course. Uh, man, I it, it's so frustrating as a tobacconist nowadays. People come in and they they want calabash pipes. They want gourd calabash pipes and and I, I it's hard for me even as a uh as someone that has access to wholesale accounts and stuff to even find one of those i mean yeah. they're just not common anymore huh. yeah i mean th- this is a a gourd calabash it's something that you it, the gourd is a plant that they're literally growing in the shape of a pipe and right, when they yeah. harvest it that's it's that's that shape that the pipe becomes it's a, it's amazing process but um, because that's so tedious, it's just you just don't see a lot of that anymore. You do see uh, mahogany calabash pipes; those are are more and more popular, and even some briar calabash pipes. But um, but anyway, man, uh, yeah, being from South Africa, that that is really cool. I hope you do have a uh, a gourd in your collection, and if you don't, maybe uh, maybe go try to find one. But uh, but th- that's a pipe that has meerschaum in it as well, and so uh, would you know kind of alleviate you from having to build that cake. Uh, great pipe question of the week. Yeah, MBT. that's great. That's we really great. appreciate it. And also, thanks so much for the shout out all the way from South Africa. That that's was really cool. So yeah. awesome. Um, uh, hey, and if you got a pipe question of the week, you can send it into the show. You can send it in show at countrysquireradio.com. And that's a new email address too, right? That's right. That's a show at countrysquireradio.com. That's right. Yeah, Bo has uh, been eager to share that with y'all and i'm just now myself getting on the on <laughs> getting the, used to it getting getting used to it but yeah. I, I did want to point that out it's 2017 that's right <laughs> quick, quick fire, fire with, with the squire. squire all right quick fire question the quick fire questions come in this week from the uh, forums at thispipelife.com. stay tuned to hear more about this that's right these are actually from uh, tomato bod high <laughs> tomato Bod high okay. on thispipelife.com. So oh, these look good. Okay. All right. So, uh, so he's, he's, this is, this is, I love when they do this. They, they basically it's right. Uh, it's a nice long series, but they'll kind of section them out into kind of categories. Yeah, no, we like that. We do like yeah. that. We do like that. So I think this will get us for, uh, for next week, the next week and may, maybe one more too. All right. Category shaving razor. <laughs> this is real. You know, I'm, I'm know a lot about this, right? right. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> razor or electric. I mean, I don't shave. The last time I shaved, I, I, when I do have to like neaten it up, I use a a a a, a razor. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Not okay. not electric. I mean, yeah. I don't. You know, if I have to like shave underneath or kind of, you know, just to kind of define my beard a little more. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna use a regular. I don't use an electric shave. Oh man, it's it's looking good because I mean, you yeah. you keep it you keep it neat. I I scraggle all over the place. <laughs> 
I, I, you know, for me, it's do 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 It's electric. It's a- <laughs> that's that's how I do it. So that's uh, great. Yep. Yeah, you can't yep. beat the convenience. I, I think I'm it. just a regular razor guy when I do shave. But even then, that's like once every you know fort, well, fortnight. Wasn't there like a minute where you were kind of into straight razor shaves? <laughs> no, I've never done that. No. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Fair Mm-mm. enough. I never have. That seems like a you thing though. It does. Like if you if it I mean obviously you got a beard, but if you didn't have a beard. Yeah, I you know, I'm not into the beard culture that's in America today. Mm. You know, we've got this thing right now. It's a beard culture, right? And and, and we've got good friends at it. I've had a lot of friends that have even asked me at the squire to carry some stuff like that. We carry beard <clears throat> beard oil now, which is really neat. Um, and, and, you know, but I, I'm not really into it, but I'm, I'm committed to having a beard. I want, I want a beard. No, yeah. You, you, but most of that, to be honest, is because I, I want it to cover up, well, two things. I'm lazy and don't want to shave. There it is. And let's just be honest. That, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and, and then I want it to cover up these, uh, these, these chins I've developed over the years. That's right. Yeah. You got to hide them. <laughs> yeah. You gotta hide yeah. Them. That's right. That's you get, right. You get baby faced and, and, and fat real quick when, when that's you right. shave off the beard. That's right. That's I'm right. Right there with you. Now, you're not in the beard culture. You're in man bun culture. All right. Next up. <laughs> I hate sh- you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, you got uh, shave soap or shave cream? No, shaving cream. Yeah. I, I, th- I think shaving cream. All right, so I've never actually used shaving cream. What do you use? Just zzz. oh well, because you use an electric. Yeah, yeah. So you don't. Yeah, you don't fool with any of that. Yeah, I just. I guess I just eyeball it. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, should I? Mean, I? Sh- well, I mean, shaving cream that you know, it's so to keep you from cutting your face, and you know, opens probably opens up your pores or something. Oh, I don't know. okay. I've I mean, never really fully understood what the shaving cream was for. Well, we can tell about looking at you. Right. I'm just kidding. No, no, that's fair. <laughs> that is absolutely fair. Uh, and then uh, for last, I'm going to pull. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pull pull one from his serious life choices, and it's uh, sitting alone in the woods or sitting alone in the desert. In the woods, yeah, the we, desert. We're we're from Mississippi. We can't survive. I don't want to go anywhere near the desert. We have to have water around us at all times yeah. in some capacity. We are not desert people. No, we, if God wanted us to be desert people, we would have been born in Nevada, not in Mississippi. That's right, <laughs> or Texas, or, or tech. Yeah, anywhere out there, Where, wherever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, definitely going to be in the woods. Good, great questions. Yeah, these are great. These are great. <laughs> I, w- I wish I shaved more. You know, I could maybe give you more insight, but. Uh... <laughs> I think well, Bo and I are both have. A, I mean, you don't even know what shaving creams for. Jeez. I, I mean, it's for <laughs> Lord have pies mercy. that you throw in people's face yeah, when there you're is a that. kid at camp. That's, yeah. what, okay. that's what I know. There is that. <laughs> uh, great, great, quick, uh, great, quick fire questions. Send in, of course, from a Tomato Bod High over at thispipelife.com. Thispipelife.com, an amazing online forums, an amazing online community. That's right. Uh, for pipe smokers. If you haven't checked it out, you absolutely should. Uh, thispipelife.com. Use the code CSR when you t- sign up to let them know you heard about it here on Country Square Radio. One of the cool things is as soon as you log in, uh, you're entered into drawing to win a pipe, which is awesome. That's right. Yeah. Uh, also, this is so cool. And this is kind of a, a uh, an update and it's, it's been out there for a while, but I was just admiring this. But when you, when you uh, open up the website, they've got a bottom panel with kind of this video of, of smoke rising as if like you, yeah. you've got a pipe right yeah. below your screen. And uh, I was just, I just kind of mesmerized by it when I first went in. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the folks at this pipelife.com, they, when they went into this, they were really intent on making this accessible to people from our generation. And I really appreciate that. It's something that, um, you know, they were they were focused on making this uh, to the point where it could be uh, fully integrated with all our, uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that other stuff. And so you might even occasionally find your own Instagram photo pop up on inst- thispipelife.com, which is really cool. Uh, but anyway, uh, we really encourage you to go there. We appreciate them for sponsoring the show. And uh, I think you'll find a lot of their forums and, and resources very helpful. That's right. Your, your thoughts, thoughts, your, your comments. comments. Listener feedback. All right, man, we've got some amazing listener feedback this week. <laughs> yes, really, really stuff. great stuff. Um, let's see. First off, I, is a is a message that we got from Devin. Uh, he says, yeah. "Hey guys, I recently was introduced to your podcast by my brother. I have listened to the last year's worth of about two and a half weeks." Uh, I, I drive a lot for work, so he listens to us on the road. He says, as a former radio guy, I really appreciate the high-quality audio. Well done. Thanks a bunch. And again, that's Devin. Uh, now, one thing I want to mention about this is along with this feedback came a question that was kind of in our queue for the longest time about uh, about nut-flavored tobacco and, oh, yeah. and concerns with nut allergies. Yeah. And it was one of these things that kind of like kept on getting bumped and bumped because we don't have nut allergies 
And so that's right. We didn't really quite feel that comfortable kind of uh, giving advice on that one. But Devin, if you're listening, uh, I want to encourage you head over to our Facebook page because we actually posted that up to the community and have already gotten some great kind of different thoughts on, on that question. That's awesome. So yeah, so and, and no too, whenever you send in a, a pipe question of the week, if we don't know it, we'll throw it up to the community because you guys are amazing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one comes in from Barry Peltz. You want to take that one? Yeah. Uh, or Petus. Barry Pettis. Barry Pettis. Pettis. That is definitely Pettis. All right. Uh, this comes from Barry Pettis. He says, hi, just wanted to say hi. Uh, thanks for the podcast. My story with the Country Squire Radio goes back uh, to when Rush Limbaugh mentioned that his favorite cigar was a Partagas, number 10. Uh, me and my best friend went on a quest to find them. Uh, this was before the internet. I somehow got on the phone with the Country Squire, so off we went from Moss Point, Mississippi to Jackson. Wow, yeah. that's quite a drive. Uh, we came to the Country Squire and left with two uh, e- two each Partagas cigars. Uh, since then, moved to the uh, moved to the pipe mostly for cost reasons. I'm planning on making a pilgrimage uh, very soon to visit. I still believe that he was responsible for the revival in cigars uh, we had back in around 1990. Huh. Uh, and that's from Barry. So, Barry, that's awesome, man. It's so cool to have a, a longtime friend kind of come back into the, the realm here and uh, get on board with us, uh, both with Country Squire Radio, but also at the shop. Man, we'd love to love to have you drive up from Moss Point again and, um, man, come hang out with us. So, Moss Point, uh, beautiful uh, area on the on the coast, Gulf Coast of Mississippi. And, um, man, about, gosh, probably three, three and a half hours away. And, um Certainly worth the drive for some high quality uh, Partagas uh, cigars or uh, you know some uh, some fine hand blended pipe tobacco. Yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. What a, what an amazing story. Um, and then also we've got some feedback in from Nick Stimler. I was about to say Steamler, but I learned from my last name that you don't pronounce the e like that. Nick, St- <laughs> <laughs> Nick, <laughs> sorry guys. Oh, so juvenile. Nick writes in, he says, I just wanted to tell you guys that I've listened to every episode and the knowledge that you guys have, John David has, has been passed on and the other information outlets uh, like thispipelife.com, Missouri Meerschaum, have really made me feel at home with my passion. I've been smoking uh, from a pipe for a while and love all that it offers. Thanks for all that you guys do. I'm excited about your new club. Uh, Big shout out to Nick. So thank you so much, Nick. We really appreciate that. That's great, Nick. Yeah, thank you. Uh, man, lots of lots of good stuff also in from the, the big action on Twitter. The, the Twitterverse, <laughs> it is it is hot and heavy tonight. We've got uh, all kinds of Bo York memes that will sure this is dangerous. Surely, guys. Uh, surely send out folks relaxing. Uh, folks also uh, it, screaming in terror over uh, the the end of uh, Dunhill tobaccos potentially. Uh, yes, uh, at D Collar, I did say dumpster fire earlier. Uh, he said he's working at the firehouse uh, tonight, so uh, we may have to call you in. Uh, the next time we have a dumpster <laughs> fire kind of day at the Country Squire. Uh, at Hoctor the Love Doctor, this is great. He says, full Virginia flake doesn't even dry out in the desert of Las Vegas. And, and he would know. I think he, yeah, it, it, it is just a very wet tobacco. Uh, our good friend Russ Hicks, he says, uh, I've got pounds of full Virginia flake. To me, it's tobacco in flower water. Uh, glad I'm not the only Virginia fan that doesn't have an affinity for full Virginia flake. I, I love this. This is so Russ, right? So, mm-hmm. so Russ doesn't care for this tobacco, and he's got pounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so Russ. Like he's just sitting on a horde of full Virginia flake. You know, is is a Virginia uh, lover. <laughs> And he's got this uh, tobacco that's in flower water. I, actually, I think that's a great way to put it. I, you know, it is made in the Lakeland region of England. Uh, we've talked about that Lakeland flavor before, that kind of perfumey, uh, flowery, rosewater type flavor. I, I don't get that as much myself with the full Virginia Flake as I do some other tobaccos uh, from that part of the world. But I think you're, uh, but I, I think you're onto something. I just think maybe you should sell some of your tobacco and buy some other stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, Brad reminded us earlier that uh, the, it's a deerstalker hat. That's right. That, uh, From Sherlock that, Holmes. Uh, Sherlock wears. Um, he also says, uh, for me, full Virginia Flake is a birthday cake blend. Uh, it's good, but one tin a year will suffice, uh, which is interesting. So. Well, man, we, we also had uh, one one also bit of feedback from the club. Uh, you know, we with the RSS being out there, the full archive of shows, people yeah, that's going right. back and that's listening right. from the beginning. Ryan Smith actually writes in, he said, uh, back in March of 2014, John David had 19 pipes. This is something he said on the show. So what is the number almost three years later? Oh, man. 
One, two, three. God, no, five. don't look over there. That's at least thirty-six. Uh, oh man, let's see. Really? Yeah, I, 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 you know, you just develop issues. I've gotten to the point. <laughs> I've gotten to the point with pipe uh, ac- accumulation where uh-huh. I, I'm to the point where I, I've put this limit on myself. If I take a new pipe into my collection, I have to, I have to give one away. Or, 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 okay, at least, that, or at least sell one. Like and yeah, and yeah. so I've, I've got a one-in, one-out policy. So, so if I get a new pipe, uh, a pipe has to, uh, has to, has to exit. And, uh, and so that's, that's my new policy. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I don't have a count. I probably should have a count, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I currently don't. I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm curious as more of you guys, and, and you don't necessarily have to be uh, club members to, to get the, the full RSS. All you have to do is be a patron at uh, patreon.com slash country square radio. And as part of your, your welcome and thank you, you get an email with the, with the full RSS archive. As y'all are going back and listening to those early episodes, uh, let us know what you think. I'm, I'm kind of curious what gems or or uh are terrifying <laughs> little things it's so there. funny we we developed like this great community but a lot of these people that have you know given us a shot have not heard those a lot early, of y'all knew. early rough you know <laughs> I, I don't know man i you know i i just i'm glad you uh i'm glad you got on board in in the in right, the prime right yeah uh, whenever i read that whole like i discovered you last week i'm like yes i'm so, and then they're like i'm so excited to go back and look through all the episodes it's like man have have fun yeah there's yeah. a lot of yeah a lot of interesting that's, stuff that's back why there. it's good that you have to be a patron you got to be committed to yeah, this you show be committed. You, you, that's, to go back and listen to the full archive well, it's kind of like you know uh, no one make it's kind of like that old saying in the south no one makes fun of mama except me right you know? right right like like we if you're gonna make fun of us for our old material well at least we you know we're you're in the you're in the club you know what i mean we, we know you love us it's you know, you can make fun of us, so that that's okay. And right. we can make fun of ourselves, because we do that all the time. <laughs> all the time, all the time. It's, it's the charm <laughs> of the show. All right, man, so we, we kind of teased it out at the, the top of the show, which is that, yeah. uh, of course, you know, next week is the last week of January. It's it's the last week of this kind of, like, weekly giveaway that we've got going on with the club. Um, we've been saving the best for last. This is... We think so. The big kahuna. Yeah. Uh, when, when, when you suggested it, I, I went crazy. Because I was like, oh my gosh, this is <laughs> this is awesome. Uh, now, for many years, I want to give this a little bit of... No, yeah, you fluff it up. All right, all right, all right. So so, so for many years, um, back in the original days, back with those of you who are going back and listening to the archives right now, uh, what you don't, I don't think you get from that is the album art that has evolved for Country Squire Radio. Uh, the earliest was a picture of like a, of a leaf with tobacco around it, and it was... This like orange and white text going up and down with a little marker going through it that said radio. And it, it just, it looked awful. It looked awful. It looked like your, your kids made it in Microsoft Paint from the 90s. Like, <laughs> it was bad. And then we adapted it and turned it into uh, kind of Country Squire Radio. As I recall, there was kind of a, a picture of a pipe and then also kind of some headphones. Like literally we just laid out a pipe and some tobacco and took a picture of that with some headphones. And that was the album art for some time. Uh, well, as the show was growing, we needed uh, we needed something to kind of represent the show that was going to be more iconic. Uh, Country Squire Radio, of course, you know, as you get involved and you understand the lore of the shop and, and kind of the origins of the show, the name makes a lot of sense. But for many pe- folks who are looking for a, a pipe podcast, there needed to be something that was going to let them know what it was they were listening to. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and of course, good friend of the show, Pi Lawrence, yep. uh, uh, you know, web designer at large. That's right. That's uh, right. Uh, uh, fantastic, uh, fantastic work. You got to check him out. Pi Lawrence on Reddit. Uh, yep. Pi Lawrence on any pretty much uh, Yeah, and media. actually, actually, James uh, was the one that recently redid the country squire website exactly. as well so i mean it just shows Very you the talented. talent that that he that he has so so uh through, through painstaking weeks and months we went back and forth trying to figure out what what imagery what what the we what the iconic uh imagery of country squire radio would be which came to become what we now know today as the pipe mic now the pipe mic it's it's this beautiful white microphone that's a pipe and it's just it's so perfect in many many respects uh, and, and many of you, uh, you know, you've, you've sit in pictures like, you know, oh, you know, the pipe mics, you know, what, what a cool concept. Or I've, I've had this Carver experiments with this kind of concept. Yeah. And, or even wearing a, a pipe mic t-shirt, you know, if you're out, out and about. That's right. That's right. So, so you like representing the pipe mic with, with, with your t-shirts, <laughs> with your coffee mugs. What if you could represent it? With an actual pipe. With your pipe. I know. What we got. This is this is really awesome. So we had in uh, in Turkey, uh, Mir Queen pipes. We actually commissioned them 
to make a gigantic uh, Meerschaum pipe mic. And it looks like this. It is actually dipped in beeswax, which is really awesome. Uh, and so it, it's it's going to preserve the color exactly as it is uh, forever. Uh, it's it's beautiful. It's a very, very large pipe. It's got just a beautiful lucite stem uh, that has uh, the screw-in style tenon, and it is very intricate. This is one of those uh, uh, meerschaums where the, the guy just took uh, extra long time to go in, in each little each little divot and uh, and make this uh, the beautiful pipe that it, that it is. So uh, yeah, it, it is it is a gigantic Meerschaum pipe that is our logo. It's the that, pipe that, mic. That's right. And it's, it is it's a pipe, mic. and it is a pipe, and it's a Meerschaum pipe, and it will go to a lucky new home. Uh, next week. That's right. Isn't that's that awesome? Right. Yeah, we're really excited about this. We we were uh, wondering exactly, you know, we wanted to do something special with this pipe and um, weren't exactly sure what. And then when we got to, uh, you know, it debuted the club, we were thinking like, man, this is this is the best opportunity. This to do is what it was. This, this so, is why it's here. Um, I cannot I cannot wait to see who this goes to. And uh, and really just can't wait to to see some uh, some pictures of someone really enjoying it. I yes, know sir. it's going to smoke great. Yes, yeah. sir. And, th- right. and thanks to the folks at Mirror Queen for uh, for doing that, working with us on the design and and everything. We're hoping maybe down the road to uh, explore that more, just for a kind of a mass market thing, uh, something where you know maybe club members could could purchase one of their own. But uh, this is the first and so far the only uh, pipe mic that is a pipe. Man, or at least our pipe. Yeah, at least our so, pipe. Right, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Inspired by our logo for sure. That's it. Uh, yeah. All right. So we are really excited. So this will be going away to uh, one lucky pipe club member. Now, if you have not joined the club yet, now is a great time to do it. Don't forget uh, patreoncom radio. Just go to countrysquareradio.com. Right. We got a big button that says join the club. Or how about this? If you're listening on the Satchel Podcast Player, there's a button right now on your phone that says be a patron. Just click that button. It'll take you right there. How about that? It's, it's just so you're, you're so talented. So Bo. many, well, so talented. So, so so many, so many ways, so many <laughs> ways that you could be a, a club member. So uh, so be sure to do that. We'll also post a, a, a picture or two on Facebook and Twitter of the of the uh, the pipe mic for the giveaway. Uh, so that you guys can that awesome uh, can yep. see it and I'm excited and, for the folks uh, <laughs> folks looking in on our live show we uh, getting some comments on it already we're just really really uh, really pleased to give that to a very faithful uh, friend I've so, wanted to mention yep. that from day one I'm so excited about and here that. we go yeah all right well hey there's a lot of ways you can of course keep up with us throughout the week uh, you can follow us on Twitter I'm at the real Bo York I'm at John David Cole or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire of course the show's Twitter handle is at squire radio you can find all that information and more at countrysquireradio.com where we do broadcast the lot the show live every single monday night at 6 30 p.m central time that's 4 30 pacific 7 30 eastern we'd love to have you join us there again that's countrysquireradio.com all right man dude this was fun i love talking about tobaccos man i mean this is the heart and soul of what we do right i mean just tobacco talks man i i just get i just get excited i know man look it is your thing it is your thing although i when you were describing russ on sitting on his mountain of tobacco and then we (laughs) transitioned to you and your pipes i just think like he's sitting on his mountain of tobacco you're sitting on your mountain of pipes yeah it's really shameful you you can't you can't keep a mountain of tobacco because you smoke it all no because you smoke it all at least pipes you know you you, they, they they accumulate they're for a lifetime that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, let's go have a night. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.